Welcome to another episode of Fair Faithful Podcast. I'm Brandon Fernio, joined by my co-host, Christian Dyer. Tough loss again for a second uh, week in a row. Um, what the hell happened, Christian? Whew, I mean, a lot happened. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to start off, I mean, I'm not uh, too upset this time with the loss. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, you know, having, having Trey uh, come out and play kind of took away like the being angry about it mm-hmm. but i mean what happened is the the defense came out and played fantastic in the first half and often the offense just said oh sorry guys <laughs> sorry it's not gonna it's not gonna happen yeah i mean we could we could have been up 21 28 to nothing i mean you hold russell yeah. russell easily wilson to not one first down in the first 25 minutes of the game And you have seven points to show for it. Yep. You know. Yep. And also, too, so I was going to say is, uh, you know, you start off freaking phenomenal, right? And you literally, Jimmy G and the offense drive down the field, score a touchdown. Defense gets out there, looks phenomenal. You look at the, at the scoring sheet and what was it? I think it was end of the first quarter, right? Second quarter, it was like freaking the Niners Ray had 169 yards or whatever, and Seahawks only had a negative eight total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, past, uh, and it's seven, and it's only there. seven nothing. So I'm like, you're just like, what the hell? Yeah, and you're like, what the hell is going on? You know, it just there's no reason we shouldn't have had more points, and like. I, I didn't expect to win when Lance went in there. Uh, I think we had a, we have a better chance if uh, Cannon doesn't fumble and give them an easy seven points. Um, mm-hmm. Twice he fumbled twice, mind you. Yeah, true. He did fumble twice. You know, he muffed it and then fumbled it. And honestly, yep. I d- I knew it was over once that happened. Like once we went down by fourteen, I knew it was over. Um, it was nice to see, uh, like Trey make some things happen, and when you know, and then we, we did go down fourteen, and we got that big touchdown. But then the defense couldn't make a stop and gives up another touchdown. But mm-hmm. it's just frustrating though with that too, just because you know, like the defense played great, but it's like when you see Nick Bosa not out there on certain plays. Yep. You know, it's it's uh, <laughs> and you're wondering like, why is he not out there? And then you see like where he should be. That's where the plays are happening. And then like on that scramble that Russ scored the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Bosa wasn't in. Well, um, as also too, as I was going to say is uh, going back on that fumble uh, that we were talking about. Um, I think we still could have been in that game if it wasn't for that, that fumble for sure. Oh yeah. I agree. I think that, you know, that, took any chance we had away from mm-hmm. um, winning the game. But, I mean, it just – the fact that we didn't, like, put him out in the first in the first half and let him stay mm-hmm. in it, and it was 7-7 going into ha- um, halftime, I just I, – I could just feel we weren't going to win the game regardless. I just had a feeling. Even with, like, getting the change of quarterback that we wanted, I – I didn't see us winning the game, dude. Like, yep. it just – you don't dominate a team and then still go into a halftime tide. That's just ridiculous. So, it's just another game where we lose because it's – We <laughs> lose because it's Kyle's and – sorry. It's Kyle's and uh, Jimmy's, Jimmy's fault. Um. Well, it's just like you try to figure out, you sit back and, you, you know, after that first series, uh, you look back and you're just like, okay, what the hell went wrong from the first series all the way to the rest of the game? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just it didn't make sense. Like Seattle's <laughs> defense is so horrible. Like, there was, should be no reason that Jimmy still looks that bad. You know what I mean? It- it's just Jimmy being Jimmy. I mean, missing missing wide open throws, 
you know, th- throwing it too high and putting our obviously putting our receivers in, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> opportunities to get hurt. Did it to Debo. Again. Yeah, he did it to Debo. Does it to um to uh Kittle again. Um, you know, and then you know, or perfect another, you know, one where he just has straight noodle arm and can't hit on the flea flicker, can't hit mm-hmm. Kittle, who's got what four well, steps or so on Jamal Adams, and it would have been a touchdown if he could throw the ball with some actual <laughs> that's velocity that's on not it. all that's not all on that's not all on uh Garoppolo though because of uh what's his face? The running back. Yeah, like, but but when Garoppolo, when Garoppolo had, by the time Garoppolo had, had the time pass back to him. Yeah, but by the time he had the ball in his hands and could make the throw, Kittle was still open and he underthrows it. That's his fault. That's not you can't blame the fact that he had a bad throwback. Like when he actually still made the throw, it was still a freaking ass throw. It was still a noodle arm, terrible throw. Like yeah. if he, if, if you do the same thing to Lance and give him that terrible throw and he gets it, has time to throw, he probably hits Kittle in stride still because he actually has arm strength. It's ridiculous. It's yeah, four steps, four steps on Jamal Adams and. We already know Jamal Adams not good at coverage anyway, and then you underthrow it so bad you make Jamal Adams look like he's freaking great, you know. And he starts huffing and puffing that he made the play. I'm like, bro, our quarterback bailed you out because he can't throw. It's yep, exactly. I mean, even even if it's a better throw for Jimmy, he still doesn't make that throw. Yeah. Even on the touch, even on the touchdown pass. Even on the touchdown pass, freaking Dwelly bailed him out, dude. It was a little freaking floater ball, and Dwelly straight up box out. Yeah, it was. The corner, straight up box out, dude. Freaking center boxing out um, in basketball for the rebound and to get that ball. And Dwelly went up, and, went up and got it, dude, because that was a little freaking little floater. I don't even know what the heck that throw was. Because it, it should have been a freaking dart to Dwelly, but instead it was like floating, and Dwelly went up and got it. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Dooley had great position, was able to box out the corner. But it just <laughs> – Jimmy's not making any throws. You're like, oh, man, that was amazing, or, oh, that was great. It's just – is he going to make uh, – do enough to, to to really get this offense going to score enough points? No. If you're going to ask me if every, he's going to – We got our – Every single drive, you're going <laughs> to <you're gonna> ask me, <laughs> is Jimmy going to do it this time? I'm, I'm always just going to say no. And see if he proves me wrong. Yeah. We got our boy Matt saying Jimmy was trash. I mean, I think we all came to the terms that this this was this is just a, a, a factual thing now, you know? He can't I mean he's he been can't help us. He, he can't help us. The past he's two, been what, trash. two, three weeks. He's been trash Especially. even in the winds, he's been trash. It's just yeah. some of us are willing to say it and others just don't want to admit it. I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm not gonna lie, like I I'm I've been trying to give him time and time again a chance to prove all of us wrong, but he's still doing the same shit over and over again. You've been the most positive guy in the whole I chat. Know. <laughs> I know. Trying trying to trying, trying to keep trying to keep that little sliver of hope and the rest of us are like, no, it's done. <laughs> We're over yeah. it. Hunk Fat, how's it going, man? Uh he says Trey needs to remain under center. I think all of us have come to terms that we all agree on this. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, I think we all knew that whenever he did finally get in there, he Mm -hmm. he wasn't getting out. Um, The thing is, too, though, is now, you know, we're hearing that Jimmy's uh, out a couple weeks regardless with with his injury and has to have an MRI, and they don't know if it's, it's, uh, like, serious or, you know, or what not. So either way, Trey's going to play next, next week. And yeah, and now that he's playing and Jimmy's hurt, he's not Jimmy's not going back in. Yeah, and I think a lot of us even said in the chat were like, "Oh, you know, they're uh, Kalish is saying that he's hurt," but I think he, we all thought you know he was for sure benched, but it actually did turn out that he did get hurt, and he might be out for a couple of weeks, uh, from what Kyle said in the press conference. So I mean, if that's the case, dude, honestly. We get to see how Trey looks the next couple weeks, and if he looks great, then I think they might stick with him the rest of the season, to be honest. 
Well, he didn't look terrible today, and that was without an offense, you know, set up to run for him, um, mm-hmm. without any real, you know, practice time with the ones. So now yeah. he's going to get a week with the ones and practice time, and he's going to have Kyle scheming for him. So it's going to look probably completely different. But just the yeah. fact that we got a chance to see what Trey can do with his legs and what he can make happen in the pocket was enough for me to be excited. I mean, there was the one play yeah. where he rolls out, he rolls out um, because the, the pressure is coming and he's, he's looking downfield, looking downfield, looking downfield, and doesn't stop looking downfield the whole time but, and extends the play for way longer than it should have been. And there's nobody open, so what's he do? He takes it and runs it mm-hmm. for three, four yards and still gets a positive play out of a broken play. But the whole time I'm like, dude, he's extending this play for like, you know, <laughs> so much longer. And, we're, you know, we're not used to that. We're used to when it breaks down, it's the, the play's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jimmy either. Well, it's just like – I was just I was just going to say, you know, it's just like what Matt and uh, Zach were saying in their uh, show earlier that um, – you don't. You wouldn't see Jimmy doing this, especially on a third or fourth down and ten, where Trey Lance literally ran and, and got a nice first down for us, right? He looked, so, dude. He looked like a magic man in that pocket, dude. The way he's like ducking yeah, around stuff Matt and everything. Says, yeah, he did. Yeah, fourteen second play. See, that's what I mean, yeah. dude. Like, that's that's Matt insane. Said that was a fourteen second. So that, that is insane. Like if that Jimmy's in that situation, he takes a sack. Mm-hmm. Lance gets out of the pocket when the wire collapses and keeps it going that long to make it a 14 second play. And it gets a pause, gets positive yep. yards out of it. Keeps his head downfield to the last minute to where he gets to the line of scrimmage and then takes off and runs. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the, there's the fourth and two play that Lance makes where it, uh, he kind of does like a little spin out and he's like trying to go and run for it and he kind of jukes the guy and then mm-hmm. he's able to after all that still hit Debo for the first down and it's like dude look how many options he gives you on those on those short yardage plays or on a fourth down where you really need it just because of the kind yeah. of player he is rookie or not especially compared to Jimmy look how many more options you have t- to go and get that fourth and two you know, he can try to run it. He can try to hit, you know, he had the running back kind of following him. And then he he's trying to get it with the run. He's trying to, you know, maybe get somebody in the flat or mm-hmm. extend the play and find somebody open, you know, on the scramble drill on that fourth and two. And it's like, dude, he, he opens up so much more just from the blo- broken plays or whatever it may be. It gives you so many more options. You know, you're not stuck like, oh, well we can try a play action on fourth and two and see if Jimmy can find the open guy, you know, or we can try and run it. Well, you, uh, I was going to also say too, is, and you notice when Trey was in, look how great, like you could, you saw a difference. Look how great our running game was. Like mm-hmm. you start picking up. A lot more. Trey Sermon's getting more yards than as, than usual when Jimmy was in there. I mean, it, it looked phenomenal. It had the deep, yeah, you know. And and the thing is too is you could you can tell the play calling wasn't for for Trey because like there was that one where Kyle calls that fourth down and it's like that end around to Debo that wasn't there. And mm-hmm. you know you're like, well, you have Trey Lance in there. You can have so many different options, and you call that like that. That looked like a play called for Jimmy because Jimmy can't do anything. Not a not a not a play call you call yeah. for. You know, call for Trey Lance. So, which I got really frustrated. <laughs> I don't know if you saw my comment in the chat, but I was I was pissed when we mm-hmm. when he called that play and we ended up not getting the first down. It's like, what is that play call? But I guess to be fair, you know, it was a. You know they were prepared for Jimmy to be to be in there, so you know Lance was do, they were doing be, the best they could with Lance, um, with him hey, Matt, with what they had. Matt Matt says it the best. Wait, does the back have it? Lance is he running, throwing? What's happening? Like it was it was nice to see that honestly, and you didn't you don't see that much, especially with for our team. Um, 
Yeah, seriously. Know, having our and it, uh, Trey Lance in there as a mobile quarterback. Yep. Well, oh. I mean, like, you know, Matt Matt pointed it out in his podcast earlier on the first play that Trey's in there. I mean, the, the D, defensive end had no idea what he was doing, and then Sermon gets an 11-yard gain. Mm-hmm. So exactly what Matt just said there in the comment was what he said earlier. I mean, yep. right off the bat, they don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing because it's like, oh, well, we did <laughs> – what do you do? So, and there's so many exactly. things he can do and he's, and he's already showing he's such a good decision maker. Um, I guess not, well, I shouldn't say decision maker, but like he has a natural, you know, instinct on things. So it just, you know, how would I, how would I say that? I think I lost my train of thought, but um, <laughs> you know, just, you know, his ability to, keep his eyes downfield and then he could with being able to run all the things he's doing it just it gives you so much more things to you can do where like the defense has to be worried because like my biggest thing was just seeing you know how his natural ability to keep looking downfield as he's running i'm like dude you don't the fact that that's not something you have to worry about him learning he just naturally can do that was amazing i mean yeah, he's really he looks really raw and he's going to take some time but he some of the stuff that he can do already looks awesome. Yep, exactly. Hung Fat says Kyle finally trusts Sermon and he looked good. Yeah, he definitely did, especially like I said when Lance um got in there, um that whole running game just looked way better. Matt yeah, says dude. he definitely aims to throw first and has the run in his back pocket. That's what you want. So, yep, exactly. Well, you remember when I but, said uh, it, I was uh, I was going to say, remember when I was talking about in the chat too, like mm-hmm. everybody's worried about Sermon and why we drafted Sermon and what's going on with Sermon. And I've been, I was like saying, well, maybe it's because Sermon is more of a back meant to be for Lance. Yeah. And you kind of saw that, you kind of saw that a little bit uh, today. Yeah. Like the two of them are going to, I think, go hand in hand because Sermon can catch a ball out of the backfield too. So, yeah. Which is going to help, you know, help um, Lance too. But they just look like a pair made for each other. Mm-hmm. That's the way I was seeing it, and it kind of looked like that. Looked like it a little bit that that way. So I think with if Lance is in there, I think I think Sermon's going to play better. Yeah, uh, we got Melissa in the chat saying love the hype guys all rocking jerseys tonight. Thanks, Melissa. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. I'm rocking the 1990s Montana right here. Ready for Lance. (laughs) 90s Montana. (laughs) Hung Fat says, "Why do people defend Jimmy so much?" Because he's a nice guy, and he's and he's a you know he's a man dime. That's why. Yeah, well, it's just like what uh, I don't know who said it. Somebody said in uh, Zach and Matt's uh, uh, show that you know Jimmy the class act so i mean you hate to see it happen to him you know mm-hmm. yeah i, I mean like yeah he is a class what, act yeah and then he's like the best looking guy in the whole league so that that's probably a part of it too <laughs> yeah <laughs> once it goes it's goddamn awesome <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i mean you hate to see it but i mean eventually we were, we were going to move on from jimmy um especially after drafting Trey Lance. Uh, but just the way he's uh, he's taking it so far and everything, and he's being a great teammate, and he's, you know, he's taking it with, like, a great attitude. So, I mean, you like to see that uh, with, you know, your other teammates and all that stuff. Well, yeah, and then, you know? like, I did watch his, like, the press conference, and it seemed like, you know, he was pretty upset about his injuries, not even about his play or anything, just that he – is injured again. I think part of it is because he's yeah, just tired of being said, injured, but the other part is he probably yeah, knows that his career that. in San Francisco is over. He's, he's, it's getting, yeah, yeah. Uh, he he did say like he's he's tired of getting hurt all the time, mm-hmm. and I mean I don't blame him, but I mean, what do you like? This is what three year three years in a row now. It's not just Jimmy, but like a lot of our guys. Uh, getting injured like what the hell what do you think what the problem is i did just bad luck man yeah 
It's just, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's just bad luck. It, um, but a lot of our offense, dude, it's because honestly, it's because Jimmy puts our guys in such a terrible position and then get injured. Like Kittle, I don't know how Kittle's still alive after today. Yeah, that's too. Dude, I, mean, I, Jesus. I, I don't know how Kittle walked off after that hit, honestly. Dude, he said Jimmy isn't a nice guy or a class act. He threw his O and coach under the bus last week. He keeps ta- taking advantage of Kittle, trying to make the most of his throws and getting him drilled. And then Matt said the fact that Kittle had to deal with another hospital ball. God damn. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I thought we lost I thought we lost Kittle after that play, dude. Honestly, dude, dude, dude like do you hear the announcer? He's like, oh my god, Kittle must be made of Gumby. <laughs> He's like, they called Kittle Gumby because it's like, I mean, I don't know how he how he got off off of that, but Melissa makes a good point saying that Jimmy isn't a nice guy because all all the throws that he puts his receivers in such a terrible <laughs> position. It's true. It doesn't matter That's what funny. receiver it is. It doesn't matter what he I talked about this last week. His accuracy sucks. He need I don't know what he needs to do, but dude, he, it's been what four years since so it's he's not been gonna on change, team, bro. He's it's in, still he, it's still the he's same in, thing. He's in year eight, it's not gonna change. He is who he is. Yeah. He looks fantastic when the run game is so good that the play action is always open and he can make the throw. Because they're wide open. Yeah. That's what Jimmy is. That's that's yeah. why in 2019, Jimmy looked so good because we literally ran the ball over, just demolished everybody with the run game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Melissa said, I hope Trent and Javon is only cramps because of the heat. I think it is. Um, Trent was holding his arm. Um, so I don't know if it's if it's his elbow, like the announcers were saying, or what, but hopefully everything's all right. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it, it sucks, but I mean, what? Uh, honestly, at least at least well, with him being out, the one thing you can take away from it with with the, the like it sucks about him being out, but at least it's Lance that's in there because Lance can escape the pocket with no with no Williams. Yeah. Uh, then Jimmy's screwed. Yep. Uh, uh, um. And Matt said cramps were a big factor. It was a hot, hot day in Santa Clara. Yeah, it was. Dude, I was even looking at the weather today. It was like 97 degrees over here Dude, in Hillary. That is uh, way too hot. Sure, like at least 95 that in Santa Clara. way too hot for the Bay Area in October. That is insane. Dude, you're telling me, bro. You wonder why we don't get rain. Oh, I know. Dude. <laughs> we never get rain. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. Like. But yeah, like that's the uh, thing with Kinlaw too. Kinlaw was fine. He just cramped up too. It just, I mean, it makes yeah. sense with the with the the heat and stuff, and especially like you wouldn't think it to be that kind of the weather to be like that in October. You know, it should be mm-hmm. a nice, cool, breezy day in October. So it makes yeah. sense that they were getting cramps because of the fact that you know you you don't expect the weather to be that way this time of the yeah, year. It was it was hot today, man. Really hot. Um, Hung Fat says if they recovered that onside kick, it would have been really interesting. I agree. Um, I feel like uh, Wisnowski kicked it a little too hard. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he doesn't know what he's doing. I know. I feel bad for the guy though because he was just put in that position. Literally, yeah, he did the, the best. The that, he did yeah. the best that he could. But uh, it would have been fun um, if we got that onside kick because I do think if we if we um, score the touchdown, we go for two. And I think we get it. I think yeah. I think we I, I think, think so if we had did, scored honestly. the touchdown, we would have just won not twenty nine twenty one and ended it. But uh, you know, because we're not taking the chance of missing the missing mix, missing the extra point anyway with having uh, a punter kicking the ball. <laughs> I think it would have been so much fun if we had actually got that onside kick. So you probably uh, uh, agree with me too, but. I feel like if they would have they would have went for that two point on the first touchdown for Lance, um, I think it would have been even more interesting too. Um, I feel like it w- probably would have been a lot closer than just a touchdown. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Hunk Fat says Trey converted that two point conversion so easily. I know that thing. Dude, dude he so walked easy. in the end zone. He walked in. Up it was the middle. crazy. <laughs> he walked into the end zone up the middle. Hey, honestly, I have a feeling he would have done the same thing with the last touchdown. To be honest. Oh, I hate. He would have probably. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I was um. His, like I, you know, I said in the group chat, I'm like. You know, I'm not I'm not ready for him yet and all that stuff. But I had to take it back after what I saw. Um, Dude, he I, didn't I am look, ready to see him for sure. <laughs> he, he didn't look like, oh, you know, oh, my God, amazing. But he did some nice things that make you excited for what's to come. And that's what matters. Like, mm-hmm. he, he did some things that it, we, he, we haven't seen in a while. You know, escapability since Kaepernick, you know, so – Mm-hmm. You know, so and we haven't, we haven't really had, been able to enjoy the enjoy that kind of play for a long for a long time. So, it's it's really exciting to see what his potential can be. And once he kind of figures it out as a passer, it's mm-hmm. it's only going to get better. I mean, I, I think the more we kind of like put runs in a run game with the setup for him, the run game is going to I think be fantastic with him in there. Um, and then just. Dude, he's going to be you, – you think about all these times we just have three and outs or we just have stuffed drives. He's going to extend so many drives just because of his mm-hmm. legs. Yeah. So many so many of those drives where we just – we you know, we're coming off the field and us fans are just so pissed that we're just doing nothing mm-hmm. and stagnant. It, it's just not going to feel that way. Even if even if we Lance is struggling at times, he's going to extend plays and, ex, and extend drives with his feet. Yep. I totally agree totally agree Um, so he showed me enough to be excited and i like that he was when he was throwing the ball he wasn't shy i mean he fired i mean he was trying to fire it in there as hard as he could and like if if our receivers made some crazy catches that could have been nice like that one to debo i think that he tried to force in there and hit debo in the hands and it's just the the defender kind of came and the the defender came and kind of knocked it out and the same way one with kittle he's dude he's trying to freaking throw that he's trying to throw it on a rope already and, and you he know threw what's it funny beautifully too? Beautifully to Kittle. It's just the the way that Kittle was covered, he couldn't make the catch. But I mean, he's he's not shy. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say too is uh that one to Kittle in the in the end zone. Um Kittle could Kittle could have uh caught it, but I hate how Jamal Adams tried to act like he did freaking something when he didn't, honestly. When he's like you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like when they celebrate and so I'm just like, dude, get out of here. But Matt says that fourth and ten was money. I was like, yeah, definitely. Dude, that, dude. that play alone it just gets you excited. Yeah. You're just like you're because you don't see that with Jimmy. Like I said before, you don't see that with Jimmy. Trey Lance's legs helped that drive for sure. Well, well, you think okay, think about it. Yeah, it's fourth and ten, but think about in place to come when it's third and ten, right? And you know, mm-hmm. Obviously, the defense is going to be trying to prevent you from throwing it past the sticks. And <laughs> you add that extra element with him being able to run. I mean, now we don't have to always have to feel so, but like, oh, it's a third and ten. Oh, man, good good, good luck getting this first down. Now we're like, oh, anything could happen. And you're kind of more on the edge of your seat, even though it's a third and ten, because his ability to make plays. That fourth and ten might have been the yeah. most exciting play he had, just because he made something out of nothing and got the first down. And you're like, exactly. "Oh man, this this is going to be something we haven't seen in such a long time." And it's like, "Bring it on!" I don't even care if we and, lose a bunch of games this year. Well, it's, it's going to be know, fun to watch. Know, and knowing that uh, they do like to go on like fourth and ones as well, um, that's going to be a big factor too, um, helping us, you know, and. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, Melissa said, I didn't listen to the pressers because they pissed me off lately. But if it's true that there was helmet issues that makes Trey scrambling, running, and making plays on its own, very impressive. Was there – First off – Were they first off, trouble? Uh, that's what I heard. But first off, who the hell let Bill Belichick in the stadium? Why – That's the, that should be the first question when there's hit, hit issues with the headsets. <laughs> where's where the hell's bill <laughs> um and then she also said plus unlike most of the rookie or second year quarterbacks he didn't play hero ball throwing crazy interceptions letting the frustration set in 
No, he wasn't. He wasn't trying yeah. to force it. He was true. trying to find the right throw, like the way he kind of like when he the one where he tried to make something happen. And if he had just let it go a little bit sooner, Sanu was wide open and it got tipped. But mm-hmm. he's not. He wasn't trying to, you know, create like force balls. Yeah, he threw some tough, some some tough contested balls, but he also threw them on the money right to the receiver's hands. So he wasn't yep. like putting the ball in a lot of dangerous places. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Matt says, and if the fans are guessing, you know, the defense is guessing too. Oh, I mean, exactly. It, it's exactly. going to be very it's interesting like here, honestly. Uh, it, well, yeah. I mean, you, I can't tell you how exciting and interesting it's going to be to watch uh-huh. him against Arizona because, you know, Arizona is going to be nervous because now they know like he's had all week with the, with the, first team offense um kyle's you know scripting play you know put making plays for him designing plays for him um you're gonna you're gonna see you're gonna see the the nervousness and the fear in the defense and you know and he he's our i mean having lance in there anyway is our best chance just because the way that um arizona's pass rush has been Mm -hmm. you know they're gonna be tough and it's gonna be tough to walk you know it's going to be tough to beat them because of that pass rush, but he's going to be able to make plays happen even with that pass rush. So, you know, I'm not saying we're going to win, but he's going to give us a be- the best chance. So um, I'm not saying that they're probably not going to win either, but I think with, with Trey in there now too, and Arizona having such a good pass rush, I think our running game um, gets a bigger impact on this game than – are, are uh, passing with Kyle scheming for Trey? The the running game mm-hmm. is going to look a lot, probably a lot, a little bit different and better. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. Um, Hung Fat says Trey will get better with time, and oh, this is true. definitely. <laughs> Dude, like, um, the rookies, the rookies, the other rookie quarterbacks are getting better each game. I mean, like, um. Yeah. The drive that the drive that Mac Jones I mean, scored on, dude, he looked, look he looked Zach pretty good. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson looked better today. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. even Fields had a better game than he did. Yeah. the game last week. I mean, the rookie quarterbacks are starting to you know slowly figure it out. They're getting better. You know, uh, Lawrence mm-hmm. had a game without turning the ball over this week. It it's just it's just time. The, the more that That's they true. play and the more they get reps, the better they're going to be. And the the more they're they're going to get comfortable. Not not being nervous all the time. Uh, Melissa says Buda Baker near Kittle makes me scared, especially after the hits today. But I also love that our rook doesn't kill our guys like the eight-year vet who has been going against real NFL def- defenses for years. Well, yeah, there's no 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 reason to be scared about Buda Baker because Jimmy Garoppolo's not throwing him mm-hmm. the ball. Yeah, we have nothing to worry about next week because we all know now that Trey Lance is starting next week. So. We should we should be all right for sure. The only the only thing our receivers have to worry about when it comes to getting hurt is possibly breaking fingers from how fast Trey throws the ball. Dude, he dude, that's like ninety five miles an hour or something, man. It's like he's dude, throwing dude, I, baseball. I, I still don't know Jesus. how like on that fourth down that how how Debo made that catch, dude. Because Lance was like Same. you know panicking trying to trying to make a play, and he just fires mm-hmm. that ball as hard as he can at Debo. Hmm. And Debo just has like, insane hands and makes a catch. And you're just like, dude, he throws it so fast. But it'll be nice um, on certain things. Like he'll be – once he can – that's the thing is once he can kind of <laughs> – Look at what Matt put. Just yeah, I was about, I, I was, it's funny because I was literally <laughs> just about to say, as soon as he can figure out the slant, he, <laughs> he should be able to – look if he can figure out the slant, his, his freaking, you know, bullet ball – should help him out a little bit more because it's better to throw mm-hmm. more of a bullet ball on a slant. And he, <laughs> he just seems, he just seems now like he's trying to put a little bit of touch on the slants and then the ball goes to it sails. Like if he's not, if he, yep. if he doesn't focus so much to put more, a little bit of touch on the slants, cause you know, it's a closer throw. So he doesn't want to throw it as hard at their <laughs> hands, but it's like, dude, just, just, ch- just bullet ball to him and they should catch it. Yep. On a slant, yep, totally just lead him, lead him, lead him with a bullet ball, and let him catch it. Because <laughs> I think he's trying to be too, 
you know, worried too much about the touch on those slants, and it's, he's overthrowing them. I think he's overthinking them. Every time there's a slant call, he's overthinking it. He's overthinking it. That's, that, I think that's why he keeps – He's a bona fide wide receiver one. <laughs> he's a bona fide dude, freaking Debo, best receiver in the league right now. <laughs> Debo is balling this year, man. Oh, dude. He's, like, he, he came back this year, and he's like, dude, this is going to be my freaking year. Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure – I wouldn't be surprised if he's – after the big uh, game he had today, if he's not back and leading in receiving yards or at least up at the top three. Mm-hmm. Melissa says he never did handoffs or had a mic in the helmet before he is uh, before he is doing fine with both the stance will come. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be fine, dude. He's going to be a good quarterback in this league. So, oh, yeah. I, you know, I live, you know, in Utah and in my apartment building because I live in Ogden and that's where Weber State's at. And one of the Weber State players, you know, he lives here. And I was just talking to him today during halftime because I was, you know, I had to go outside to take my dog to the bathroom. And he was telling me he played against Lance. You know, and he mm-hmm. he he was telling me he's like, dude, he's like Lance is insane. He he's he's ridiculous, and you know he made a good point too. He's like, yeah. he's like, f he's because he's like you know because they're I think is FCS or yeah FCS schools. He's like, there's guys in FCS that mm-hmm. try four years, four years to get into the NFL, and it, Lance played for one year and made it into the NFL. That's yeah. and I'm like, dude, you couldn't have put it in a better way. Like, four years FCS guys are trying to make it to the to the NFL, and Lance played one year in the FCS and got drafted number three overall. Yeah, that's true. You know, but it, it was pretty cool just to hear from somebody who's actually played against him, and just said like he's amazing, and he's going to take some time to adjust in the NFL, but the, when he does, he's it's. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun and we're just gonna be along for the ride. Like yes, so you so sir. what if we lose so what if we lose games this year? Screw it. I'm just gonna go along for the ride and enjoy uh watching the rookie grow and then next when next year comes around, I'm gonna be excited because for one, now we got a quarterback that attracts free agents. There's no Jimmy yeah. ain't no quarterback attracting no free agents on the offensive side. Yeah, well also too uh, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not giving up on the season quite yet. Um, if if Trey could win a game next week against Arizona, who's literally the only undefeated team left in the division, um, I'm kind of excited to see what it, what he brings the rest of the season. To be honest, yeah, I, think, I mean, I think he, he could possibly get it done for us. I- I'm not saying I'm going to win the season. I'm just saying I don't because the rookies rookies playing. I don't care if we if it's you know a lost season. Um, I'm just kind of excited, but you know we could still win some games. I mean you know he could yeah, take I off know. and we could win some games because we have a lot of talent on the offense. But right. it's like that's the reason you know normally after a, a, a loss like today I have a, you know crap ton of anxiety and I'm just pissed and I wasn't feeling any anxiety at all or that pissed because the rookie was in there and he was excited. And that was what I was more excited about to see what he was doing and, and, and excited about the possibilities. So um, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I want to win, but I, I feel like now with him in there, I can kind of enjoy the season and kind of just coast and, and, and enjoy it as a, you know, somebody who just loves to watch the game of football and not have to mm-hmm. be stressed the whole season. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if we win great, if we don't, it is what it is. It's going to be nice to kind of just enjoy it. Yeah. So uh, Melissa brings up a great point. Um, she says, "Do so? Do you either of you think there is a kicker we can bring in?" Um, which is weird because Robbie Gold has a groin injury before the the game even starts. Uh, you think it's just it's time to get rid of him and just bring in another kicker for the rest of the season? I mean, he's old, so yeah, it probably is. But I mean, are we going to? I hope, hopefully, we can find a decent kicker. I don't know what, what's out there right now, but I don't know. Hopefully, we can find either. a decent, a decent uh, kicker. As long as it's not Nick Folk, though. Just yeah, don't bring that guy in. 
Don't bring that guy in. Mr. <laughs> I don't know if anybody watches Chiseled Adonis on Twitter, but Mr. Put your motherfucking head back down. Better not be anywhere near the Niners. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matt says, I just think that Jimmy left too much on the table. I agree. If Russ is working underneath 14 nothing or 21 nothing, it paints the game in a different complexion. Well, totally well, agree. Exactly. Because if you think about the way the first half worked, the whole reason we were doing so well and I think stopping them is because they were, you know, they started to panic and felt like they had to throw the ball to stay in the game and weren't running it. Mm-hmm. And once they kind of started to realize, oh, well, the, the Niners defense is, or offense is terrible. We don't have to pass to stay in the game. We can run it now. And they started running a little more. Things started to change. But if you freaking put up 21 points, then the defense would have just kept doing to to Seattle's offense what they did in the first half in the second half because, you know, Seattle's trying so hard to come back and they have to pass every down. And when they have to sit when, – when Wilson has to drop back every down, he gets sacked and hit a bunch. Yep. I think if, if we put up 21 points, this game's completely different. Uh, Seattle is, it doesn't even try to run the ball, and then we just go and wreak havoc on Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Matt's 100% right. If you put up the yeah. points – Exactly what happened in the first half c- continues to happen in the second half. But because we just laid an egg on offense after the first drive, you know, that's why. It, it can, The fact that we couldn't keep putting points on the, on the board completely changed the game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got Melissa here saying, so with Mitchell listed with shoulder, does that mean the knee is okay? Is he closer to playing? Did he have I a knee know, injury also? He, I know. I, I just thought it was shoulder. Just the shoulder. It's from that. Yeah. Well, it was the from the goal line. He it was just the somehow, It's the it's the the shoulder injury he had on that goal line play where they didn't give him the touchdown. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being just worse than we thought. <laughs> um, and then Melissa also says, "Do you guys think Cannon should be taken off?" Uh, after those two kicks, yes, I think I think so. Honestly, I mean, honestly, when you make those what kind of mistakes, I like Cannon. Uh, he gives us our best chance to make a to to, to spark on a return. Um, he's you know that's what he, he did it against Green Bay, but you kind of lose your spot when you make those kind of mistakes. Um, so yeah, he probably should, and then maybe he can work his way back to it. But yeah, I mean, you kind of deserve to lose your spot when you make those kind of mistakes. Like you shouldn't it's be making those too. mistakes. Like well, if he yeah, just if he just stays down after the first time and doesn't get back up, dude, this game could be completely different. Yeah. Well, he had uh, uh, two, um, the two fumbles, right? And then mm-hmm. also too is when uh, they kicked off again. He was gonna let it go, and he thought it was gonna go into the end zone, and it didn't, and that cost us to be on the ten well, line. Yeah, that means so. he, he's yeah. I mean, that's just kind of unlucky when you think about it. That's it, it's a dumb, it's a bonehead play, but that's just kind of unlucky. It was like right there to go in the end zone, dude. It was like yeah. a couple inches away. It was pretty close, like maybe a foot away. So like, yeah, yeah. I think he was doing it because he didn't want to mess up again, and he and he and he fit, you know was in his own head. But that was just unlucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Melissa did say, I guess it was both when they left Philly. I don't I remember hearing about the, any injury. I think his. I don't think that's even an issue. I think it's just. Um, yeah. I think it's just the shoulder. But uh, if, if if he doesn't come back, if he doesn't come back against Arizona, he'll be back against uh, the Colts. So he'll be back in there. Yeah. Um, it'll be nice to get that's yeah. the speed back. Um, so yeah yeah matt says that one was bad luck yeah that's true yeah see I mean, yeah that's exactly what that, that one yeah. was i i don't blame i, mean, I don't even blame him for what happened in the other kick i don't blame him for just trying to let it go and it just unluckily didn't go in the end so yeah and then hung fat says trey strikes fear into the heart of defenses especially in the red zone especially in the red zone especially green bay zone. panicked in the red zone when he was mm-hmm. in there, um, week one, 
the Lions panicked in the red zone when he was in there and he threw a touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. On that two-point conversion we got, it, um, the Seahawks defense looked panicked and he just walked into the end zone. Dude, he we're going to be good in the red zone. We just mm-hmm. are with him. It, we're going to be one of the best red zone teams in the NFL throughout the rest yeah. of this year. Yeah. That's the thing is if we can get into the red zone, I feel like we're going to score. It's just we have to be able to sustain drives and get there. Yeah, I agree. Um, Melissa asks, uh, Dawson Aziz, uh, play, uh, please personally like him, but I missed the Hawks there. Big play, Dre. I think he had a decent game today. I mean, he was all over the field, I feel like. Aziz gets sideline to sideline I mean, I'm, I'm amazingly quick, and he gets in the backfield to make tackles for loss. He's he's amazing. I I can't say anything yeah. bad about him. Yeah, I want to have Dre back too, but I mean, you 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 can't take away from Aziz because he just <laughs> he gets in that backfield so fast, and he and he always makes tackles. He doesn't miss. Yeah, he had six. He had six tackles and one tackle for, for loss. Yeah, dude, he's he's fantastic, and um, I want Dre back for obviously his coverage skills. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but you know he'll come back later in the season, and I don't think we're hurting in the linebacker position. It's just the corners. So whether it's Aziz or you know Greenlaw, either way, I mean we're not hurting at that position. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt goes how Jimmy G is Mac Jones right now, <laughs> dude. J- Mac Jones looked better that has looked better today than Jimmy G did. Yeah, like, he's actually standing in the pocket and making some decent throws <laughs> and accurate ones in the rain. That's true. Yeah, um, Melissa says, uh, Pete Carroll is going to be stuck with that jaw drop look with Murray Stafford and Al Lance. <laughs> oh man dude he he carol yeah, knows he got away with one today oh yeah easily the shark injury is is the killer shark injury what um what's um i didn't even hear about this one Oosh. um i don't know but Matt said he's 15 to 20 with 130 yards, one touchdown, one interception. It's not. Says, that's a Jimmy special. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I did. I turned uh, it on late. I turned it on late. And I I did see him with the when they scored. He looked good on that drive. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just gonna. Um, so Matt, Matt, and Melissa clarified. It was oh, K one. Talk about last week when it, when um he's always injured though. That's, yeah, that's a big loss for sure. Yeah, it's a loss, know, but, but Lenore, when, Lenore he, has when been, he is in there, he Lenore's done his job, so it's not it's it's the outside yeah. corners that we really need to worry about. That's the problem. Like Lenore, I think can play mm-hmm. inside, can play the nickel. It's 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 just that, dude. I mean, we just don't have anybody we can trust on the outside corners. I mean, you can trust Emmanuel Mosley; he's fantastic, but that's it. Mm-hmm. If I mean, if Norman can yeah, come back I'm healthy, not- then I, I feel okay with Mosley and Norman in there. Um, mm-hmm. and and Lenore too. It it's just the uncertainty at, at, at the corner position is killing us. Like we <laughs> we need to make a trade. You know, we need to do something because we need help in that backfield for sure. Um, the one I do want to say though that had a good game today is uh, Emmanuel Mosley. He had a really good game. He was making Dude, big plays for sure. He's a fantastic corner when he's healthy. He just is. It's just if he can stay healthy, mm-hmm. he's a very good yeah. g- good corner. Yeah. Yep, I agree. Um, Ninety Till says Norman will be back in a game or two. Yeah, and I think that's good. I mean, if he can think, stay healthy, come back and stay healthy. I mean, I think he's he's yeah. done pretty well when he has played. 
And I think with him and Mosley, I feel better at the corner position, but I still think we need to get at least one more. I mean, just go and trade for Stefan Gilmore. I, I don't understand. Just do it. Yeah. Let's take the chance on it. You know? Yeah, I know, right? Melissa said, I, I was never a fan of KB, but so happy these receivers stepped up. This is the most secure I felt with that position in a very long time. So when you say KB, you mean Kendrick Bourne? We know you were a, a big KB fan. Dude, the guy was a freaking yeah. always there in the red zone. He was our best red zone threat, and the guy freaking was never hurt and caught a lot of balls. And he was he was our third down guy mm-hmm. and our red zone guy. He was he was fantastic. He was always he was Jimmy's blanket on third down and Jimmy's blanket in the red zone. And he and he never got hurt. He was yep. always healthy. Mm-hmm. I will never not be a freaking Kendrick Bourne yeah. guy because he is amazing. He stays healthy. He's yeah. really good. He gets open on third down and he gets open in the red zone. And now you couldn't ask for more. Oh my god. Um. So Melissa said, I also like that Trey will have some legit game time before Colts D and Bears in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, the Colts the, the Colts and the Bears have been kind of uh, underperforming on the defensive side this year. I mean, uh, we'll just kind of have to see. Um, mm-hmm. Just good de- good defenses are all going to struggle against a mobile quarterback anyway. Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be nice. It'll it, the thing is, is I mean, the Arizona's defense is probably the best of the three right now. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, um, everybody thought everybody thought that the Rams were just all, you know, hot shit, and then freaking the the Arizona's defense took it took it took that shit and threw it right back in their face. They got destroyed today. I, w- I want to watch that game because yeah, I want to watch silence Matthew Stafford. I want to watch and see if if um, the the corners and stuff and the DBs for Arizona if they were really physical mm-hmm. with um, the receivers for the Rams. Because if that's the case, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna laugh at that. I don't know if that's the case because everybody's saying, "How do you stop?" I'm like, "Well, physicality." Yeah. So I, I I would like to watch, like see if if that's was the difference in that game and they were just being so physical with the uh, Rams rec- receivers or if it was just Arizona's pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's just put. I will never never forgive him for needing rookie Ayuk and rookie Debo to put him in correct place, especially before the huge fourth and two Kittle made to help win Saints game. I mean, so he, if he, he made a, a bonehead play and then you'd never forgive him, even though, especially in that 2019 run, he was a big part of, you know, getting, getting open on third downs and being that security blanket for Jimmy many, many times. And especially in the red zone too, he was always there in the back of the end zone open. Like, I'm not going to lie. Jimmy looked like a better quarterback when he was throwing to Kendrick Bourne. He just did. That was the that was the receiver Jimmy clicked with. Yeah. And not having him, you can kind of see, like, uh, Jimmy looks worse than he did I, because, because of it. I could be wrong, but I just think Jimmy clicks so well with Kendrick Bourne, and I think Kendrick Bourne's a good receiver. Uh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy probably misses him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't disagree with you. I think I think he does miss him for sure. Um Melissa also says, Do you think the glass comments for Kittle finally stop? I don't know what's worse, the hate he gets or Lance. Well, the uh the <laughs> the glass comments probably will just come from the Jimmy lovers because that <laughs> they'll keep saying it because they don't mm-hmm. want to admit that Jimmy's the reason that he gets hurt in the first place. I mean, he got hurt yeah. uh, last yeah. year in week two. Why? Was it last year? Or the Yeah. I think it was when he week got – week, week oh. one. Was it week one? Week one against Arizona because why? What did Jimmy do? He threw it high, 
Kittle went up and got it, and Last came, year? and Buda Baker came down on his on his leg. When Kittle got hurt last year against Arizona in week one by Buda Baker. Talk about Garoppolo. Garoppolo, yeah. Garoppolo yeah, threw a high pass to Kittle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To Kittle. And Kittle got hurt because of Buda, the way Buda Baker, Buda Baker hit him. But that was Jimmy's fault mm-hmm. for not for being five yards away from Kittle and still overthrowing it. Yep. <laughs> Kittle's not made of glass. He just. <laughs> He he gets hurt a lot more often because for one he's in the trenches and he because he's blocking a lot, which people don't understand that what it's like to be in the trenches all the time. And you're gonna get probably yeah. more injuries from 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 being in the trenches because you get rolled up on and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he takes a he with Jimmy's his quarterback. He's taken an absolute beating because Jimmy puts just puts the ball anywhere. So. It's not the Kittle's glasses. Yeah, maybe with a different quarterback, he's he'll stay more healthy. The funny thing is, too, yeah, I think- Kittle Kittle looked better with Bullens and Bethard thrown on the ball than he has with Jimmy. That's true. Yeah. Um, Melissa says my theory is not only the overthrows but the overuse as a six O line offensive lineman is taking a toll on Kittle. And it might be taking a toll on Kittle, but that's not, it's mm-hmm. not going to change because Kittle loves it. He loves it more than ca- pass catching. You can see he it in his face. You can it. see it. Yeah, he loves it. He smiles every he, time. <laughs> he's a corn. He's a corn fred boy from Iowa. Yeah, he loves that rough and freaking you know get dirty freaking kind of style. He's a corn fred boy mm-hmm. from Iowa. That's exactly the kind of guy he is. He's tough. That's what he wants to do. Like he's not, he's never going to stop doing that because it's his favorite thing to do. And yeah, it does beat him up a little bit. But you want to want you wonder why our run game is so good and our run game on the outside is so good. Do you know why mm-hmm. that is? Kittle is a huge exactly. reason. Our our zone run game is so good. As I said, he broke the record with Mullins and almost beat Sharp single game and one. Ha- one half that is unreal. He is the best tight end. He he is. Like you could say, you know, Kelsey's the best pass catching tight end, but all around tight end, being able to block and catch, it's it's Kittle. It's just Kittle doesn't always yeah. have the stats because of everything else Kittle does. Mm-hmm. But Kittle's also hasn't had hasn't had the quarterback play that Kelsey's had in his career. He had Alex Smith when Alex Smith was playing fantastic. Then he goes and has, you know, the gunslinger Mahomes. So mm-hmm. what has Kittle had? C.J. Beathard, Mullins, one season of Jimmy. Yep. Uh, Natty Till says, so relieved the Jimmy era is over. Oh, me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting I'm hoping, to see how the rest of the season plays out. For, for I'm sure. hoping we finally found our best quarterback since C.V. Young. I'll tell you that. That's what I'm I hoping. I hope so, too. I'm hoping that we finally found our best quarterback since Steve Young. Mm-hmm. I know it's too early to say, but that's what I'm hoping. I'm glad Jimmy's gone, and I'm ready to just to, to, to do it, and I can't wait to see what, what's to come. Melissa says, I'm curious, do you guys – hold it against him and he won't get surgeries on the labrum because he has seen the infections, setbacks, needed extra surgeries to his friend Trent Taylor and Gronk. I mean, I don't I don't hold it against him. I totally understand. I mean he's taking what he knows from his, you know, his friends yeah. and other people that have dealt with the same thing. Um and he's making his best decision based off of that. You know, now yeah. if he was a quarterback, yeah, I'd hold it against him because if he had a labrum injury as a quarterback and throwing the ball, he's going to need <laughs> that surgery. But as a tight end, I mean, I mean, I got a messed up labrum. I can't even throw the ball without my shoulder hurting one time, but I'm not worried about having surgery. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. shoulder cracks so bad when I rotate it, and I <laughs> didn't just make one arm motion to throw, and my arm hurts instantly. My shoulder just all hurts like – in that instance, but I don't. I'm not getting surgery. Yeah. I, I play hockey now, and I have no issue. I mean, 
if it's not something that Kittle needs and it's not a necessity to fix it, then why why fix it? Why fix it if you don't trust trust it in the first place? Yeah, why try it? Yeah. Um, Melissa says, "Do we see Sermon more at running back and less juice running?" Sermon Sermon's yeah. going to be the starter from now on. With Trey, and that's what that's what they drafted him for. They drafted him for Trey. Yeah, one hundred percent. I've been saying it, freaking for a few weeks now. I am a hundred percent positive that they drafted Trey Sermon for Trey Lance because of the kind of player he is and the mm-hmm. way that the two are going to work together. They they just mesh, and I think that's when they what they had in mind when they drafted Trey Sermon was was because they wanted him to be. With Trey Lance. So like when Jimmy was in there and Trey wasn't getting time, it that's what made sense to me because he's not the kind of running yeah. back for Jimmy. Jimmy needs guys that are fast. Yeah, I agree. Uh Matt says Sermon will start until Mitchell's ready. I, I think they I think with Mitchell comes back, they could think? be, you know, uh, they could be a one two punch easily. They could share they time. Split it. Yeah, but I think I think that's more if Jimmy's still in there than a hundred percent. You think you know Mitchell's getting back, coming back, but and starting uh, when he's healthy. But now that Trey Trey's going to be in there, it makes me wonder if it's still going to be Sermon, and then we're going to sprinkle in, um, sprinkle in some you know Mitchell because the when you think about it, the way we run our offense when Jimmy's in there, it has to be all the um, you know the outside. Uh, zone runs and stuff like that, and you got to hit it with the outside with speed because that's what's going to get the play action going, which is going to help Jimmy. But we can do a lot more with Trey to where we that doesn't have to be our only way to get the offense moving. So the running back situation kind of changes with Trey's in there, I think, where um, mm-hmm. we don't need the speed all the time. Um, I'd still like to, you know, to see what uh, the offense could look like with Trey, and then maybe Mostert, Mostert in there at times if he comes back next year healthy, and see what happens with the speed. But I don't think we have to rely on the speed as much now that Trey's in there. Right, so Melissa asked this earlier, and I didn't get to get to it, but um, she asked of our late rounders, Funga, Lenore, Mitchell, who surprised and impressed. Uh, are you the most with? Oh, Lenore, one hundred percent. So far, a corner out of out of Oregon of all places. Yeah. Oregon's an offensive school. They're 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 all about offense. Mm-hmm. And they're they're the offensive school, especially in the Pac-12, like which normally is defense. Oregon's offense. So a corner out of coming out of Oregon, in the as a late round pick, mm-hmm. he's definitely surprised me the most. I never would have expected to see him play as well as he has. Um, cause Ufunga, a safety coming out of USC that he's doing exactly what I would, he's, he's as good as I would expect a safety coming out of USC to be. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, they, that's what USC does. They, they give you, they've given you two of the greatest, two of the greatest safeties of all time in Ronnie Lott and yeah. Troy Palomalu. So, um, and then Mitchell, Mitchell surprised me for sure. Uh, but yeah, I'd have to. I definitely have to go with Lenore. What about you? Um, I would have to say Lenore as well, just because of how well he's been playing so far. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple times where he does get beat out there, but I mean, other than that, he's been looking pretty phenomenal. I'm I'm excited to see what the rest of the season brings for him, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah, because. You would think too, Ambry Thomas being uh, uh, picked in what was it the third round, and being ahead of, you know, picked ahead mm-hmm. of Lenore, being from the Big Ten, which is known for defense. Mm-hmm. Too, um, you would think he would, you know, have st- stood out and been a, you know, a good, uh, been better than Lenore. But the fact that Lenore's been so much better it just makes it so much like. More of a surprise, because you know you don't know. I like for me, I don't know what I'm getting out of a corner from Morgan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally agree. So I mean, I think it's exciting to see what what he's uh, showed so far um, this season, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see more of him for sure. 
but uh, I think that's going to do it for us, guys. Um, I just want to, before we head out, we just want to go over about our sponsor. Um, Tom, I know the game started already, but we're going to say it anyway. It's Tom Brady returns to New England for the biggest game of the year. And the stakes are have never been higher at my bookie. Whether you're backing the Bucks or past this Sunday, it's more I got money on it at my bookie. Get in on the action and take this game to a whole new level at my bookie. Both teams are sporting top defenses, and nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. Slow and steady will win this race. Smart money bets the under. Don't wait around. Join my bookie now and bet on the biggest game of the season. Use my promo my promo code Hive and double your first deposit. Again, that's promo code Hive to get double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Chatting with you guys, uh, and we'll catch you guys for the preview of the Arizona game this week. All right, peace out, guys. Yeah, have a good night, guys. <laughs>